Welcome to the Real Film Nerds Podcast. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Real Film Nerds Podcast, episode number 305, 2023, rolls on. My name is not mysterious, Matt Hinshaw, Prescott, Arizona, 86301, or depends where you're at in town could be 03 or it could be 05 or it could be 86314 if you're in Prescott Valley. Anyways, one of your dose hosts here to talk about a film that probably you haven't heard of and you probably stumbled upon this podcast not wanting to listen to it either. So let's just continue on with my other host, the man, the myth, the legend, mysterious Mike Talent. Hey, Matt. Well, you're really selling this movie, man. Uh, you know, part of the reason we're going to review this movie is, uh, I think it's going to be nominated for a bunch of, uh, Academy Awards. What do you think, Matt? Dude, according to the IMDAs, it's already nominated for 213 awards and it's already won 83 of them. Yeah. And you know why it's going to win a bunch of awards? Why, Mike? Because it's about Ireland? It's weird as shit. <laughs> uh, I, it was weird. I didn't think it was that weird. I actually liked it. I thought it was a pretty fun movie. Like I said, weird as shit. Yeah, well, I like dark shit. Not literally, but figuratively. Anyways, okay. Yeah, it's it's supposed to be a brown color. The film we're talking about is The Banshees of Inisherin. Mike, I really have just, I've been looking forward to this all week. Mike, go ahead. Give us the breakdown. Let's see how many drinks I got to take. All right, man. Let's, let's do it. All right, this was... Uh... Written by uh, Martin uh, McDonough and uh, directed by the same guy. It's starring uh, Colin Farrell, Brendan Gleeson, Carrie Con- Condon, uh, Pat Short, and Barry uh, Kagan. Uh, two lifelong friends find themselves at an impasse when one abruptly ends their relationship with the alarming consequences for both of them. Mike, being an Irishman, I figured you would have been able to pronounce these names a lot better. Uh, I'm just happy you didn't say Carrie Condom, because I thought that's where you were going. <laughs> no, 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 no. But, it would have uh, been funnier. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it would have been funnier. But, but uh, it, man, I, I've been to Ireland, and it, it's still tough, like, the some of the names and things. It's it's different, some of the way the, the Gaelic and things are written versus the way they are pronounced. All right, Mike, did you do the, uh, the summary? Yeah. Two lifelong friends find themselves in an impasse with one abruptly ends their relationship with alarming consequences for both of them. Okay, sounds good. We got it out. We're good. So, all right, Mike. The Banshees of Inishirin is a made-up town. It is a hard-to-pronounce word. Uh, I'm going off of how they pronounced it in said film. I I like this movie. It's weird. It's dark. It's messed up. It's thought-provoking. It makes you think. The acting is very good. The sets are good. I don't know, man. You think it's super weird? I enjoyed it. Uh, so, man, it's a it's a weird story, if you ask me. Um, it is it is a very pretty location, uh, and 
I think it was filmed somewhere in Ireland. And uh, I don't know how they got it to be sunny the whole time. I don't know. They filmed it in like two days. But it was uh, it was very uh, picturesque and pretty. But I don't know, man. The story's just kind of weird. You didn't you didn't think it was uh, odd how the characters reacted to each other in their falling out, which was kind of odd as well. No, Mike. I've woken up many times where I'm just like, you know what? I don't want to be Mike's friend today, and then I get over it. Okay. All right. I, I don't know. <laughs> no, I never have thought just of that. A, it's just, it's just a, I, I don't know, man. Like to me, it's just kind of a weird concept. Uh, the acting in the movie is great. It's just kind of a weird concept with some extreme things that happen between the characters. Very extreme things that we will get into in the spoiler world. But yeah, Mike, this was filmed in a bunch of different locations in Ireland. So it was filmed there. Uh, it says it also had some uh, UK, which obviously Ireland... Fa- no, Ireland doesn't fall under UK. It's its own thing, isn't it? Well, so Northern Ireland's under the UK. Right. But not most of Ireland. That's why they probably have UK on there. But it also says they filmed some of it in the United States. So I don't know what that could be. Maybe the set, like the indoor scenes. Maybe they had a studio. I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, all right. We'll just continue on. But yeah, Mike, um, uh, I've never woken up and decided not to be someone's friend or talk to someone anymore. There's usually something that uh, inspires said hate or lack of friendship or falling out. Uh, it's never just, eh, you know what? I just don't like this person anymore. So that is a very interesting, strange concept. But it's interesting how they went about it and how they explained it and how bad he really just wanted to be left alone. Maybe it's just a crotchety old man syndrome. I don't know. I, I started to think there might be some sort of uh, mental illness, but I'm you know it's hard to say. Um, yeah, I, I guess that's part of what gets you thinking about this movie is like what is going on with these characters. And then uh, one thing... Man, I'm going to ask you, and I haven't even looked it up, is do you know what the difference between fecking and fucking is? An E. Yeah, but like what what the meaning is in between them? No, I didn't look it up. Oh, okay. All right. Well, there we go. You heard it here. But you said you looked it up. What's the difference? No, I said I didn't look it up. I have no idea. Oh, shit. I thought you looked it up. No, man. I have no idea. I'm already three beers in. Sorry. That, that's okay, dude. That's okay. Uh, maybe you should have another one. In fact, why don't I ask you, Matt, what are you drinking for your fourth beer this morning, evening, afternoon? <sighs> well, Mike, thanks for asking. I am drinking my fourth Miller High Life, the champagne of beers, because they're cheap and plentiful. That's good, dude. That's good. We better make this a quick podcast because you're going to have to go hit the head here soon. Uh, anyway, uh, I am having a uh, Lagunitas just IPA, just normal IPA. Wait, hold on. You were talking about head. Can we go back to that? Oh, the bathroom. Never mind. The bathroom. Yes, the bathroom. I thought it was going to be a good day. I guess not. Yeah. yeah. It's called the head because it was at the head of the boat. Well, I'm not on a boat. I'm in a home. 
in Arizona. Well, a few more few more beers, Matt. Maybe you will be on a boat. The world will definitely be moving. The earth will be moving. How's that? It's close, right? Yeah. Well, the, the, the earth's always moving. But... Yes, but it, it, a lot more rapidly and up and down. Well, Matt, don't didn't you get what did you get? Didn't you get like a a kayak? Yes. Yeah, dude, you could you could go kayaking. It's way too cold to go kayaking. I'm sad. I only got to go once this year. I just didn't have the time and then it got cold and I'm not going to go when it's cold cuz my kayak isn't like sealed. So I I, I tend to get some water in there cuz I like to paddle fast. Anyways, I'm going to stop talking about that and I'm going to ask you about this week's just shit filled dad joke, Mike. I got dad jokes. I don't think they understand though. Gotta think I'm funny. Other people never laugh though. Dad jokes. No, Matt, you're going to love this one. It has to do with the wars. Oh, really? Has to do with the wars. All right. What do you call a droid who takes the long route? A droid that takes the long route? Is this having to do with our review for next week? No. Um, let me see. Let me see. Long route. Long droid. I don't, I don't know. Go ahead. Tell me. R2 detour. Ah, ha, ha. Is that, is he the one in Star Tours? <laughs> oh, there you go. Where were you two seconds ago? Dude, I love Star Tours. Uh, he did the voice of the 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 robot in Star Tours, Mike. Uh, I don't, I don't know. Really? The little character, no. like the one, the real one that's like out, that's animatronic. Forgetting his numbers, but it's Pee Wee uh, Herman. Oh, really, Paul Rubin? Yeah, yeah. He recorded in the early eighty. Uh, no, I think late eighties. Wow. And then when they redid the the ride to make people go on it again, and they redid like where you flew through, he had to come and record again. Nice. Yeah. Anyways, there's your trivia for the day. That's cool. <laughs> okay, Mike. Uh, most important question of the entire podcast. Uh, we do it every week. This one was an easy one. Mike, how does the Banshees of Inishirin relate to the Marvel Cinematic Universe? All right, Matt. So, uh, Carrie, uh, Condon, uh, she was, uh, in several of the MCU movies as a, uh, a character Friday. She was in, uh, Avengers Affinity War. She's in Avengers Quantum Encounter, uh, Avengers Endgame, uh, Spider-Man Homecoming as a voice, uh, Captain America Civil War. As a voice, Avengers Age of Ultron. So she's in several of the Avengers movies. All right, Mike, we got it. We got it. We got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the one I got right off the bat was Barry Keoghan. He is in Eternals. Yep, yep, you did get that. I I recognized him from Dunkirk. So it looks like he's he's making his way up. He is. He's actually a really good actor. I thought he did a good job in this film. 
No, he did a great job, dude. He played that character awesome. Yeah, he did. The acting, the cast was fantastic in this film. But Mike, before we start getting into our spoiler section, we have our first giveaway of 2023. All right, dude. What are we doing? So for those of you who do not know, I actually saw this movie in the theaters. I saw it on, I think I saw it on Thanksgiving. It was either Thanksgiving or Christmas. No, I, it had to have been Thanksgiving. Um, I went and watched it. Uh, I love airplanes. Everybody knows I love airplanes. If you listen to this podcast more than once, this is a uh, devotion. It's about a Korean war era pilot. Actually, it's a couple pilots, but they pay attention to two in particular, their friendships, their devotion to their families, their devotion to the Navy, their devotion to the can- the the country. Just, I enjoyed this movie. I thought it was great. It's no Top Gun. I will put that out there. It is no Top Gun Maverick, but they're two very different veins. Like this is based on true story, real life shit that really happened. Top Gun is fantasy and just a lot of fun. So you can't really compare them. You can compare the air scenes, but you can't even re- compare that because Top Gun's jets, these are um, prop-driven planes, specifically F4U Corsairs during the Korean War. But anyways, we're giving away a handful of copies, uh, digital copies of Devotion from our good friends Paramount Pictures. So, uh, Mike, uh, what do you think they should do to enter to win a copy of this film? Um, they should just name their uh, favorite flying movie. Whatever movie that's not this movie that has some flying in it. So everybody's just going to send in Top Gun. All right. That's fine. That's fine, dude. Yeah. Okay. All right. You know, another good one is Aviator. I really enjoyed that movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Good old Leo. That's a good one. Yeah. So just shoot me an email, matt at realfilmnerds.com. I'll put you in our drawing to win a digital download of this film. I enjoy it. I think it was a pretty good movie. Well worth a watch. You don't get a whole lot of films about the Korean War. And it's a, it's a nice one. And it's based on a true story. So, all right, here we go with said business from our peeps from Paramount Pictures. Dude, they just are awesome. That's why I renewed my Paramount Pictures. My Paramount Pictures. My Paramount Plus subscription again. Because they're just they're just doing great. I'm sorry. They are. Okay, here we go. Bring Devotion Home on Digital. Jonathan Majors and Glenn Powell star in the epic and inspirational story based on true events of two heroic U.S. fighter pilots whose sacrifices made them the Navy's most celebrated wingmen. Buy Devotion on Digital now, packed with behind-the-scenes bonus content. Available at participating retailers. It's rated PG-13, and again, it's from our good friends over at Paramount Pictures. Mike, did you see Devotion? I don't think you did. No, I didn't get a chance. I did see the movie poster, and it looked cool. You know, I thought planes. I actually thought it was like, my my first thought was like, are we going to review that movie? You know, Matt always watches these these movies with planes, and then, nope, I heard nothing. Sorry, man, we got all the Christmas stuff and all kinds of other things going on and uh, life, you know, so shit just got in the way. But I recommend it. I think it's a good film. Um, Not to make it sound bad, but uh, you can win a copy. But if you want to watch it right now, you can go watch it on Paramount Plus if you have Paramount Plus. So go jump on there and hit play. But why not enter our contest and just own it instead of just seeing it on Paramount Plus for a limited time? Anyways, Mike... 
on with the show. Banshees of Inisherin. Spoilers. Ready, set, go. Okay, man. Now to the weird stuff. Uh, I don't know. Like, what's well, all weird stuff? Jesus, pick one. You want when he's cutting off his fingers? You want the donkey living in the house? No, the 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 donkey in the house is fine. That okay. was fine. Her uh, name was the, Jenna. The, the the fingers. Okay, the fingers was weird as shit. Okay, why was it weird as shit, Mike? Elaborate. Because the one character is like, you talk to me again, I'm going to cut off my finger. It's like, well, okay. And then he does. And then he still has to talk to him and he cuts off more fingers. It's nuts. So he was trying to punish his friend by punishing himself because he figured that if he cut off his fingers and could no longer be a musician, that would make his friend feel so sorrowful for him that he would stop fucking talking to him so he could do his own shit. But it clearly didn't stop him because he still wanted to talk to his friend because he was his best friend on an island where clearly there's not a whole lot of fucking people other than child molesting police officers yeah i I mean i did enjoy the part where they meet at the pub at two every day two o'clock well isn't that when you go to the pub mike that would wouldn't be bad but no no i don't get a chance to go at two (laughs) not 2 p.m or 2 a.m neither of them huh you're just at home asleep yeah mike i hate to say this but you're a terrible irishman just awful How dare you? I am. <laughs> okay, so what else is weird? I understand. I explained the finger part. Let's roll with it. What What else is weird? What else didn't you get? Um, I mean, I'm not just, trying to change your rating, by the way, by talking just, about this shit. J- just the 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 feuding, uh, like, uh, oh, what did they call it? Uh, uh rowing. You rowing? Yeah, I didn't understand that. I assume that's what that was, is that they're yeah, fighting. That's, the, that's slang, I think, uh, for fighting. Uh, and it's like, I guess we are. <laughs> like He's like, I don't know why. Like It just seems so odd that two, two guys have been friends for, I guess, I mean... The thing says lifelong, but it, it I, in the movie it never really said. It just said that they didn't want to be friends. The one guy just said he didn't want to be friends anymore. That was just so weird. Yeah, like, and they clearly were best friends. Not just friends, but best friends. They went and got a pint every day at the pub on top of other things. But um, I think his explanation on why he didn't want to be friends with Colin Farrell anymore was lackluster at best just saying he was too dull and he talks about nothing but worthless shit and he wanted to like literally shit (laughs) and he wanted um to write a piece of music that would have stand the test of time and people would remember him by so i think it was more about his selfishness of trying to have notoriety notoriety as like mozart or any other named musicians i think he just wanted to secretly be famous or not secretly, but yeah. I I don't know, man. It was very strange. And like, I don't understand why not talking to his best friend would help him in his endeavors when he clearly was focused on his endeavors. And he still went and had pints every day. Yeah, no, no, I I 100% agree. He just kept saying it was a waste of time, but he still was going to the pub and having a drink. 
and he's still going to a pub at night to practice his music in front of people and with the students that were coming from the mainland. So I don't understand how the friendship would have impeded his ability to continuing writing music unless all he did was sit at home all day and think about what his friend told him about his donkey's shit or his horse's shit or whatever else. I mean, he's a fucking dairy farmer. What else are you going to talk about? There's no TV. It's 1923. Yeah, no, it was weird, dude. And then and then uh, when there was conflicts, like uh, Colin Farrow got clocked by the uh, the police officer. He helped him out. Right. And that's sending fucking mixed messages right there. Yeah, I know. That's that's super weird. And then uh uh the other time when uh the uh his buddy knocked out the police officer. Well, that was at the end of the movie. Yeah, yeah, but still. Well I don't know, man. I mean, I, I kind of understand that. I don't think that was... I understand both of them, but he knocked out the police officer, I think, not just because he was harassing his buddy, but his buddy was standing up to the police officer for molesting his son because his son wasn't going to stand up to him. And so um, I'm guessing that... Um, oh, what's his face? Um, Brendan Gleeson's character... This is the first he's hearing about the molestation or knowing about it, and he sees it as a you know anger and just drops him I, again i'm just going off of what i think yeah i don't know mate anyway it's just uh i don't know all that stuff was weird and then his sister's relationship with him like his sister uh seemed to enable uh colin farrell's character to just kind of do whatever you wanted, like go to the pub all the time. And then like when he started to have this conflict, it really bothered her because she had to deal with him more because he was home. I felt like she kind of was like, well, why are you here? Like she, she liked that he was gone a lot and liked her, her own time. And, uh, I don't know. It was a weird relationship. And then she left. And then like at the end of the movie, I mean, well, things get bad. I don't want to give it all away, but wow. Well, so what do you think the the moral or the objective of the film in the story was, Mike? Because I have a pretty good idea. Uh, I think it was that when you were uh, rowing with your friend, you need to cut off your fingers. That's not what I got from it. What I got from it is that violence begets violence, no matter what. And sometimes you have unintended consequences that affect more than just you, even if the only person you're trying to harm is yourself. Wow, man, that's deep. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, think about it. Okay, I, I don't want to spoil it, but I mean... You know, I mean, we are in spoilers. You know, he cut off his fingers and then something happens from him cutting off his fingers that he could never imagine happening. He realizes how bad he fucked up, how much of an asshole he was. And, you know, the movie ends with zero resolve. Like it's as bad, if not worse. Or maybe now their rowing is legitimate because now both of them fucking hate each other. 
Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. Yeah, I guess I kind of see what you're saying, but I did not read into it like that at all. I just, it's just a weird movie. Dude, that's the why, that's why I liked it is because this movie makes me think. That's like some of my favorite movies in the world is movies that make me think. You know, we still haven't, I don't know if we've done this, not to compare it, but because uh, it's not the same in fucking any way whatsoever, but Donnie Darko, I fucking love Donnie Darko. I have two different copies of that movie now, two. I have all right, dude. A, we'll have to do that for uh, we'll have to do that for Harvest Horror Fest, dude. I don't know if it's a horror movie. I guess it kind of is. It's a sci-fi, but um, I have a DVD copy and then I have a Blu-ray copy. But uh, I'm I'm just saying it. I love those movies because they make you think, and that one made me think a lot. Even though that movie's weird as shit too, like really weird as well, like really weird. I don't know. Maybe this is just my thing. Sorry, Mike. I'm sorry you didn't like it. Do you think it's going to win a shit ton of awards, though? Yes. <laughs> you know what? I want to win all the awards is Top Gun Maverick. It's not going to get anything. You know, I fucking hate you, Mike. You shouldn't say that. That's it. We're not friends. You're too dull. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking a little shiny, and then, nope. It was a spark. No, dude, I would never do that. I, I don't know. I mean, you, I'm sure you've lost friendships over the years. How do they go to shit, Mike? Is they usually fighting or do they just kind of fizzle out or do you tell them, I don't want to be your friend anymore? Well, I cut off my finger and I threw it at the door. Well, you was it your 11th finger? Because I, <laughs> I've always counted 10. <laughs> you know, is that what happened, Mike? <laughs> no, man, I don't I, uh I think sometimes just uh, they fizzled out, man. I don't. I didn't. I didn't have any like uh, hateful friendships or anything. Like I don't know. Sorry, I didn't mean to get so serious, Mike. But most of my friendships have just kind of fizzled because people get older, people change, people move away, things happen. But I have had a couple that I would say I'm still friendly with the person but i i wouldn't call him if i had an emergency or i really needed something it's uh you know he did some things and he lied to me and i just can't can't trust him anymore you know but anyways mike we are nearing the end of our time uh should we do our ratings or should you talk about your pick for next week oh well two things okay i wanted to bring up uh the be- the the biggest box office movie ever, dude. Uh, is it? Did Avatar it break the it way again? Of the water, Ugh. dude. It's 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 doing it, dude. It's killing it. One point seven billion, dude. It's not that fucking good. It's, dude. Five hundred million dollars U.S. Ugh, that's won the crazy. box office again. Fifty million. That's crazy to me. Well, what came in second place, Mike? A movie you want to watch? A movie that we are going to watch next week, Matt. That is a great segue. Good job, Matt. You're welcome. All right, so we are going to be watching Megan next week. Uh, And uh, Megan looks like this fun horror movie about, you know, robots. It's, it's uh, It's like Chucky meets Terminator. Yeah, it's doll fucking Terminator. Yeah. Dominator. 
Dominator? Wait, no. <laughs> I don't know. That doesn't nah, that doesn't sound right. Never mind. We're good. Barbie Nader? Although Barbie's coming out later this year. Maybe this will take its you know wind out from underneath its sails. Might. It might. Anyway, man, I'm I'm excited to see it, man. It, it it's uh it it looks fun and uh it it killed it for like a low budget horror movie, dude. It made like thirty million, dude. It killed it. It it makes no sense to me because it looks campy as hell and just ridiculous in the previews, but it, it's doing well. So I guess that means we have to go see it, Mike. Sorry, Ma Henshaw, you have to go to a horror movie. Uh hopefully you can stay awake. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, hopefully. Oh, uh, I have to say one thing. Our film from last week, like we've gotten like absolute just garbage downloads on it. Clearly no one in their mind wanted to hear about that movie. About what movie? Our review last week, Babylon. Oh, yeah. I don't know why people didn't watch that movie, dude. It was it was I liked it was too bad. I thought it was good. It was just long. Just long but nobody nobody has i mean i don't want to make it i'm not going to say our numbers but we've had like literally half the downloads we normally have just on that one podcast (laughs) nobody cares about this movie it could also just be the holidays but yeah yeah i think it's the holidays do they'll catch up this this coming week they're all going to be back everything's going to be good all right all right i'm counting on you mike it's your glowing personality that sells this pod. It's not mine. It's shit. I'm too negative. Yep. I put the T in talent. You do. You do. All right, Mike. So how many reels do you give the Banshees of Inisherin? I'm going to give it two and a half reels, man. Two and a half. Holy fuck, dude. We are so different on this. I like this movie. I thought this movie was good. I give it four out of five. Two and a half. Damn, dude. Fuck you. Damn, are, you're four out of five. You're lower than my mom. <sighs> and you're even Irish. Wow. I'm thoroughly disappointed. Let me guess. The half is because you're Irish. You're gonna give it two. <laughs> yeah. Dude, uh, dude, I don't know. It was just. It was weird, man. I just didn't get the same out of it. I, I I can see some of the points that you got, but I mean, that I guess that's what these movies do. They make you think and. You get out of it what you get out of it. I guess. You get much yeah. out of it. You get out of it what you put into it, maybe? Oh, well, I don't know. You're just sitting there being entertained. I don't know. All right. Well, hey, dude, that's why we do this shit. You know, you say, don't watch this on your life, and I say, why not? Um, It was very pretty where they filmed it. I don't know how they got all that sunlight, but it was great. It's all fake. It's all CGI. The fire was. Good God. I know. That was fucking terrible. That was really bad. <laughs> like, you could tell the real fire, like, the, the ones, like, he lit in, like, the windows and stuff were real, but the roof was really oh, bad. Oh, yeah. No, it was bad, dude. I was glad they didn't, they cut pretty quick. Yeah. Well, Jesus, Mike, there's the ultimate spoiler. Gah! No, I'm just fucking. All right. So, okay. Uh, do your thing. Don't forget our giveaway. Don't forget the socials. Yes, ready, set, go. All right. So uh, thanks for listening, everybody. And uh, uh, make sure to enter for our giveaway uh, for our our new uh, movie promotion. Uh, It's Devotion, Matt? Yeah, you rhymed there, Mike. Yeah, yeah. So uh, 
Devotion from Paramount Pictures, uh, go ahead and email uh, Matt at uh, realfilmnerds.com, your favorite flying movie, and that'll get you entered for this flying movie. And, uh, you know, uh, make sure to to, uh, follow us on the socials, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and uh, go out there, go watch a movie. Uh, or uh, stream one, but you know, go to the theaters. The, they're going to be hurting, I think, after after Avatar leaves. But uh, I guess the next movie is the Ant Man, and uh, what is it called? The Quantum something, right? Oh, dude, that's one thing I didn't talk about. So the MCU tie-in for Devotion is really easy. The lead actor in it, uh, Jonathan Majors is the big bad villain for MCU phase five. He plays King the conqueror. But anyways, um, the film that is upcoming, I believe it's uh, may, it just says post production, but it's Ant-Man and the wasp quantum mania. Ah, quantum mania. Yeah. I knew it was quantum something. I just didn't. Yeah. Ant-Man and wasp quantum mania. Yeah. That's, really going to be the next huge movie i think and that's in february yeah i think it's uh i think it's february hold on let me now i'm clicking on it to take a look uh february 17th 2023 so valentine's day weekend yeah so uh anyway um yeah if you could go out and see a movie at the theater they would love that uh it's going to be kind of a slow time uh and uh yeah Thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, Make sure to catch our next pod. Thank you for listening to The Real Film Nerds. Now, don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Real Film Nerds. Now, go out and catch a movie. He's here, the one, the only Matt Hinshaw from The Real Film Nerds podcast on my little radio show, on Magic 99.1. Good morning. Believe me, the planet can't handle more than one of me. It's having a difficult time with just this one. Well, you know what? So be it. I'm glad you're here, and I'm glad that you're going to uh, review a movie for us, one that I probably would not see because of the name. Yeah, you probably wouldn't see it. Yeah. It's it's called The Banshees of Inner Sharon. Inner Sharon, yes. Yeah. Close, close. Yeah. That works. Okay. That's how I think you pronounce it. Yeah. It sounded like... On the uh, film, it's difficult to uh, pay attention to it because it's Irish. Yes, do they have subtitles? I put the subtitles on so I could understand. I'm not real good with accents at all. Yeah, Uh, sometimes it's distracting. Yeah, I just I have to I have to read it or else I won't understand what they're saying because it'll blend together or it'll be too fast. Sure. So tell me, what attracted you to watch this movie? Because it has a lot of Oscar buzz. It does. A lot of people think it's going to win all kinds of awards. It's already been nominated for 175 awards. What? It's won over 60-something awards Jeez, worldwide. And I've never heard of it. I haven't even heard of it till it, you brought it up. It's small. Uh, the director is known for doing plays and small films. It definitely comes off more as a play okay. than it does a film, which mm-hmm. is fine. Um, I enjoyed it, but it is not for everyone. It is clearly what you would think of as art house because okay. it is not cheery. Aha. Uh-huh. It's a sad film. It's uh 
a thinking film. It makes you think about life and think about, you know, consequences and things like that. Yes. So I really enjoyed it. Uh, My mother, as you will hear in a few minutes, did not. Did not. She goes to the movies to be happy. Yeah. We were having a little discussion on Uh the way and making sure she was ready to go. Right. She's like... I don't no. know what you see in this. <laughs> That's interesting. So, That's interesting. Incredible cast. Mm-hmm. Uh, the cinematography is really good. It's very pretty. Uh, I, you know, the story is sad and depressing, but it's thought provoking so that's what i like if you like those i say check it out if that's not your thing and you just want action blow them ups or comedy then pass because it's not for you yep okay all right how many reels you gonna give it i like i said i did enjoy it i give it four out of five four out of five well you're right in tune with everybody else rotten tomatoes gave it 97 80 per 82 percent of google users like this film so uh yeah yeah, you're right in line with all of them a little on the low end like i said the critics absolutely loved it most people that have seen it love it, but, but it's not, not for your everybody. No, okay. It's not for everybody because it is sad. Yeah. It, it just is. That's a fact. Right. Well, and life is sad. So yeah. sometimes we go to the show to right. um, escape all well, that. And I've always felt that story is always number one. And the film making you feel something is very, very important. Very this important. one makes you feel something for sure. Very good. I love that review. Let's give your mother a call and uh, hear her thoughts. Hear Coming her up. Ramblings. On Magic 99.1. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning, Ma Hinshaw on Magic 99.1. How you doing? Just fine. No rain, no snow, no nothing. Okay, well, we're expecting (laughs) rain tomorrow. Did you know that, Matt? Rain turning to snow. Possible snow. Yeah, I don't want that. Yeah, me neither. I have flip-flops on this morning. (laughs) I have to say, I'll be really honest. She didn't say she was peachy, so there's something going on. Oh, there's something going on. What's going on, Ma Hinshaw? Oh, nothing, nothing. Not really. I'm fine. Nothing she wants to talk about on the radio, Matt. Thank you very much. The movie made her sad. Oh, okay. That's All right. Yeah, we're oh, talking about the Banshees of Inner Sharon, and Matt loved it. What'd you think, Ma? It uh, it was good. The acting was good, but it was very sad. Very sad. Very sad. And you don't usually watch movies to just see a sad movie, right? Um, I don't mind watching sad movies, but it it's not really exciting to me, right? <laughs> Right, no. Uh, this was really, if, if you want to be depressed, if you're that type of person, watch this. <laughs> We're already depressed, but we don't need anything yeah. else, do we? <laughs> oh, well, um, that's interesting because Matt did say that the film will make you feel something. It will make you sad. But I tend to like those kind of films. I like to walk away feeling or, or thinking of things differently than I did before. Well, this one will do that. It will. And it uh, you really have to focus on it. Okay. And uh, be in a quiet room and listen to everything. I had things going on as I was watching it, and I missed stuff. <laughs> oh, okay. Very good. Did you have these subtitles on? Uh, yes, I did, but I, ha- I cannot read them, so it didn't help <laughs> oh, any. Oh, <laughs> right. Okay. Very good. Yeah, sometimes with these uh, heavy accents, they're hard to follow, but uh, how many cookies you going to give it, Ma? I'm giving it three and a half. Three and a half? Well, that's not bad. Matt gave it four reels. I'm shocked. You are. What did, what did she, you think? I thought she was going to go at least a two. A two. Yeah. Okay. Well, you must have liked something about the film, huh? Oh, yes. The acting was very good. The, it was beautiful as far as uh, giving you the feel of Ireland and, uh, you know, pretty good photography. I, I, very good. Okay. I can tell you what and, it is. Uh, what is it? The plot 
She has a crush on Colin Farrell. The plot I was do, interesting. I do. He's precious. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. See, yeah Colin you. Farrell, the star of the film. How bad could it be, right? Oh, it, yeah, it's not that bad. Any uh, any nudity you want to inform us of? <laughs> one, one, one. What? And I don't call it exciting, and I will not oh. say what it is. Okay, so. okay. <laughs> but he's on the toilet, is what I'm picturing. Mm-hmm. I hope not. Not really. Not really. All right. Well, we'll leave that one up for our imagination. Ma, thank you so much for uh, chiming in this morning. I love to hear your guys' differing opinions. It's always great to hear. Oh, thank you very much. You're welcome. Have a lovely day. All righty. (laughs) 99.1. Nice job, Ma. Bye-bye. Bye. So what are you going to review next week? So it's not my pick. This was my pick. But oh. she gets another movie that she's probably not going to like. Yeah. It's it's number two of the box office. Came out of nowhere. Oh, God, Megan. You're yeah, going to see we're Megan. We're going to go watch Megan. What is know? this about? This is a horror flick. It's about it is, a doll that it, kills people. Yeah, it's, a science, it's been done before. It's a science fiction horror okay. movie, but it's tearing up the box office, which makes no sense. They say there's a sequel already in the works. Have That's you heard insane. that? insane. I know. I know. Well, because it was so cheap to make. I, yeah. yeah. I mean, I like, I like the thought provoking of AI and someone, <laughs> you know, the... It, Coming on like Terminator and all that stuff. I love that stuff. Right. This is in that vein. Right. It just didn't appeal to me because it's a giant doll. Yeah. But, <laughs> you know, my co-host Mike is like, no, man, I love horror movies, especially sci-fi horror movies. So we're going. I'm sorry. Okay. All right. Well, people are loving it. So yeah. can't I'll let you know. Hear what you got, what you think about it. And um, if you guys want to hear more on the movie, The Banshees of Inner Sharon, you can always check out the podcast. It's called The Real Film Nerds. Catch it on Spotify. Maddie, thank you. No, thank you, Lisa. You're welcome.